I want you to take Sooner Football, two very opinionated and intelligent women, and what do you get? Talk sporty. Yeah, you do. I'm Dana. I'm Sean. And we are here to talk sporty with you. This is season one, episode six. We are coming to you after the first loss, hopefully the only loss of the OU football season of 2022. Yep. Um, it's the day after, and we've had a little bit of time to reflect on the game. Tell me some of your thoughts, Sean, about the game. Okay, thought number one is I don't think I was prepared yet to do a podcast after we lost. Oh, me too. After <laughs> the have game. To talk about a loss. I, I knew it would, I mean, it's not like I really truly thought that we would go undefeated all season, but I just was hoping it'd be later in the season and not after a home game. I wholeheartedly agree. As as we were leaving the stadium, I thought, we're going to have to do a podcast <laughs> about this. And I, I don't really want to. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to talk about this loss. I don't no. want to. I did not. I, I was not mentally prepared for this. <laughs> I'm sure the players aren't mentally prepared for what they're going through today either. Correct. So, correct. Yeah. They're having to watch the game film and come up with explanations as to why they looked so bad out on the field. Yeah. Why they could not stop. A quarterback who usually can stop himself. Right. We know he's not a very good quarterback. No. And we let him get almost 150 yards rushing. Yeah, he was a good quarterback last night. And how many passing? Uh, oh, I don't know. Here, I got it here somewhere. Okay. He, um, 234 <sighs> yards passing. Yes. And 150 yards rushing. Yeah. One guy. Yeah. All you got to do is pull that one guy down or... or Block the balls when he, they come out of his hands or something. Yes. We did not get pressure on him the whole yes. night. Yeah. Adrian Martinez, I mean, I was not expecting it the whole time. In fact, I was talking to somebody before the game, and they were asking what I thought. And I thought, well, you know, I mean, I think we've got this. And um, I, you know, K-State can be a thorn in our sides. We all know this. Yes. But I was also, I told them, I go, Adrian Martinez will beat himself. Oh, and the whole yes. game, I just kept thinking, okay, just keep giving him rope because eventually he'll hang himself. Yeah. And he had the game of his life. Yes. He looked like a Heisman Trophy yes. contender. Yeah. Because our D allowed him to have that much yeah, I mean, say in the game outcome. And I do wonder if it's either like the start of something for him, like he's turned something around, you know, and so it's just eventually all clicked finally for him. Or if he will never have another game like this ever again. I kind of think the latter, but who knows? Yeah, I, I, I do too. But maybe maybe his move to K-State has right. allowed him to yeah. become a better player. Yeah, I, They scored 10 points on our speed D, and I'm using that uh, kind of uh, ironically. But they scored 10 points. Nebraska, he was the leader of the Nebraska team mm -hmm. last year. Yes. That scored 10 points on our defense, and that was a year ago, and our defense is better this year. We've yes. seen it. Yes, we, we know they can play better, and yet they scored 41 points on us this year. Well, we were, we were in a 14 to nothing hole, and I, and I remember thinking, okay, they came out, and they scored, and then we didn't. Well, we did that against Nebraska last week, right? Correct. And so I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, okay, we don't panic yet. And then they scored again. 
And I'm like, okay, we still don't need to panic. But that 14-0 hole ended up being huge because Uh we just never could come out of it. And our defense was just, it was not like what we've seen all year. We've seen so much penetration. We've seen so much pressure on the quarterback. And one of our stars on defense and who had been prior to that, you know, a national leader in sacks and tackles for loss, Reggie Grimes, is not even on the stat line as far as having a tackle this week. Correct. And and it's like, what what happened there? Right. Was he double teamed or was the offensive player against him that much better yeah. to keep him out of out of the ability to tackle any of those tackling areas? Right. And, you I know, know, I've put, laying all the cards on the table. I did not spend much time looking into the personnel for K-State and what their O-line is like or anything. So, and I, during the game, I actually also, I, that's not how I watch a game. I'm not paying attention. Is Reggie Grime being double and triple teamed? Correct. But I don't either. let's assume he was. Then shouldn't that free up some of our other guys? I mean, because that means if they've got two or three guys on Reggie, then that's one or two guys that aren't on other people. Right. So it was just really kind of perplexing. Well, and it, it our D-line just didn't get that penetration, yeah. like you said. Um, they weren't rushing him. He seemed to have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. If we if we were able to corral Deuce Vaughn and, and or keep him from getting the ball or, right. or stop him at the line, if they had a third and long, we knew Martinez was going to pass. He'd have all the time in the world yes. to pass or the last possession scamper for a 57-yard pickup on his legs right. and nobody around him. Yes. Or he'd throw this nice little pass over the middle to somebody who was wide open because yeah. we didn't have anybody covering that guy. Or... We might just have a penalty. I, that's true. We had several of those penalties, yes, yes. that would yes. we were going to get off the field. They were mm-hmm. going to have to punt, and then, nope, we kicked ourselves in the leg and ended up giving them another set of four more downs, yeah, and they'd roll like, on down the at field. At least once, they had fourth and one, and we jumped off sides, I believe. Something anyway. I mean, it's just, yeah, we kept kicking ourselves in the foot. Well, and they had two fourth down conversions. They were fourth and short, but they got both of them easily. I mean, just easily. And when we're trying to do a goal line stand and we're on, what, about the three? um, And he just, uh, Martinez, of course, it's going to be a quarterback keep. He just keeps the ball and he jumps about eight feet in the air (laughs) over everybody. And then he did a little somersault action yeah, into the end zone. Down. Yes. He put his hand down and then flipped over. It's like, how? How did we miss those? How did we miss those? So hopefully the coaches will, will be looking at those plays on film and trying to come up with a better way to prevent stuff like that from happening in the future. Yeah, and it's just I saw too many tackles, even – not not big gains from them, but when when our secondary guys are making those tackles, that's that's a problem, right? I mean, right when when our tackle leaders are our secondary, that's not great, right? That definitely means they've they've gotten at least five yards, maybe closer to ten yes. yards down the field before we're able to tackle yeah. and pull them down. So um, hopefully they'll figure out and maybe 
our defensive philosophy has been to get that penetration. And so now we have to figure out what are we going to do when we're playing a team where we can't do that, right? You know, that worked those first three games. Well, it didn't work last night. And so, and I have faith in the staff that they can do that, but it it is just hard to watch. They, there definitely were halftime adjustments and they, seem to contain Deuce Vaughn much better mm-hmm. in the second half. Yes. Um, yeah, it's like, it's but like they didn't contain Martinez where as his much. center of gravity was and how how he had to hit him to be able to bring him down. Yes. Because whereas yeah, that, in the first half, they they just would kind of jump at him and and, and he like just he keep going, going under there. Yeah, he was under, under him or whatever. I mean, he's like a little Darren Sproles. You know? Oh yes, reminded me of Darren Sproles yeah, a absolutely. lot. Yeah. And we we're laughing during the game. Brett's like, I don't think I've ever seen somebody on that that field that short. And I go, Well, I mean Q and Darren Sproles and so I, I looked up his height and he has he's listed as five six and Brett's like, he is not five so six. So he's five three. He's five four. Wow. <laughs> I, I didn't I realize know. he was that small. Okay. Well they in freshman year he was listed as five five. So he's he's grown an inch since he was a freshman, which you know, he's a guy that can happen. But he, Brett's right. He doesn't look like he's five six. You know, I'm not sure how tall Martinez is though, because you know that may, yeah, that may that may make it look different. The perception of that. But anyway, he he was tough. But Martinez rushed more than he did, which yeah. Anyway, oh yeah, to work close to 150 twice. yards rushing for Martinez yeah. and 120 yards rushing for um, Deuce Vaughn. So. Yeah. They they beat us with their legs, but then Martinez beat us with his they arm. And they are too, yeah. And I had always said we stop the run, let him beat us with his arm mm-hmm. because his arm isn't right. that good. Yeah, he's going to eventually the, throw a pick, right? But the plays, at least they had dialed up last night. Um, he was able to complete those passes. Yeah. At least uh, he was at least I don't know fifty percent, fifty five percent pass completion. So yeah, back to the drawing board for mm-hmm. our defense. Um, I I listened to the post game. Um, and Teddy Lehman and, um, oh, uh, Chris Plank did some interviews. Right. Um, and, and one of the ones with Deshaun White, mm-hmm. um, he's like, I'm a leader. I'm responsible. I've got to realize that what, you know, we didn't play our best game mm-hmm. and, and we can't change that. Right. We can't take the loss away and make it a win, but we can be harder and work harder in practice. We can turn it on ourselves and realize that we made the mistakes. Mm-hmm. We allowed 500 yards right. total offense against us. It is our fault, and we've got to step up and make sure that we're held accountable and do better in the next game. So his his well, that's what you want your leader to say. Yes, right? you want to hear that kind that of it, thing from it's, your leader. It's got to be a positive thing. We've right. got to do better um, for the next game and prepare better and just be better prepared. Uh, all over and I'm sure it was totally unexpected because it they lost to Tulane <laughs> right right who lost yesterday I had I'd seen an interview with Jeffrey Johnson who's our um, nose tackle um, on the D-line and he had said he called he, he's the transfer from right Tulane right, and so yeah. he had called he said he called or texted his buddies and said great win way to go yeah. And he was fired up to play him. Um, you know, I'm like, we needed a little more. Uh, why didn't we get some input from 
<laughs> from two lanes D line uh, as to how we needed to proceed. And I, and I'm sure that our coaches looked at all that, but right. Jeffrey had the in, and we certainly didn't apply any of that knowledge if that had anything to do with it. Yeah, I just <laughs> so yeah back back to the back to work. Yeah, back to work, back TCU to the drawing board, and you know we can talk about the offense too. I mean, they also put up big numbers. They actually they're. If you just look at the stat line, except for penalties and time of possession, the stats are very similar to what K-State stats yes. were. Now, we were able to go and score in like 25 seconds or 30 was the last possession mm -hmm. early in the first quarter. That that first quarter score we got um, with the OEs, it was like a 35, 40-second right. score. A couple of minutes each time we'd score, whereas K-State, Again, nature of their offense mm -hmm. is to take the ball and make it a six-minute drive, um, pour it down our throats, and we'd jump out there on offense mm -hmm. and score in thirty seconds or sure a minute our and jump back really off. Tired because of oh, that. I'm sure, yeah. yeah, especially the first half. But yeah. yeah, we didn't have a, like those like long sustained drives, you know. Right, and, we could we could not keep them going if we couldn't right. get a quick. Uh, a quick pass downfield mm -hmm. for a, la a large yardage or a, a big run. We had a hard time just getting 10 yards and then getting another 10 yards and getting another 10 yards. We usually, right. those possessions, we would usually um, end up having to punt. Mm -hmm. And then Turk, while, because he's a great punter sometimes, <laughs> he, he outpunts his coverage. <sighs> yes. Sometimes. And he got it in the end zone twice mm -hmm. when yeah. we needed it to land just right. inside the just inside the goal line. In fact, one of those times when he was hunting, I think it was the second half, but we got a delay of game. And I'm like, well, actually, that's probably better for Turk. And then I think that might have been the one where that guy, number 81, um, I can't remember what his name is, but he almost stops it at the one-foot line, and then it rolls. And it rolled, yes. Uh, yes, I think so that close. was. Yes, uh, I think that did anyway. happen. And then we did have a, a mistake on special teams, or we, we didn't, it was a kickoff, um, and we had how, how many guys, well, I was thinking, oh, when okay. we kicked off to them, um, their little guy gets it and starts running it back, and he, I thought he was going to score a touchdown. Yes. Luckily, Schmidt, our kicker, was able to kind of grab at him by the leg and slow him down yes. enough that some of the other defenders could get out right. there and tackle him, but... He made it to to our forty. I know, and that that allowed them. They scored a touchdown mm -hmm. on that possession. Um, yeah, if yeah, we so could have pinned true. them back, even, special teams, at, even starting at the twenty five, it would would have been much better yeah, for us. Had some special teams issues too, yeah. but um, I guess we should talk about offense. And so yes, they put up lots of numbers, uh -huh. but that that's not necessarily enough, right? And. Um, and actually, if we had done a podcast last week talking about Nebraska, I, I was going to talk about this with Dylan because he throws darts and they're just these like, whew, he throws them fast, but he throws them hard. And they may be hard to catch. Yes. And I think some, and he doesn't ever just like throw that touch pass, that high kind of lobbing pass. He did throw one to Mims yes, yesterday yes. and we got a touchdown on it. But one one of those passes to Stoops should have been like that, and it was that dart, and Stoops couldn't quite get to it, you know, because uh -huh. he didn't, you know, put any air underneath. And it. that would have been a fourth down completion, yeah, and a touchdown probably. Yep. 
And, you know, and so, and then there are times that he wasn't accurate. Another one to Stoops where Stoops, you know, was open, but had to dive for it. And I know you're trying to keep it away from the defender too, but I mean, there, Stoops is, he wasn't going to be able to dive that far, threw it over Marvin's head. One of the ones that Fruit caught, he had to go way up to, you know, catch it. I mean, any other receiver probably wouldn't have caught that ball. Yes. So... Dylan does, and I'm not bagging on Dylan, but there are some things that he's not all world at, and his accuracy isn't always the best. I mean, when he's accurate, he's like spot on, but he's not always accurate. He doesn't always have enough touch on the ball, you know, and he did seem hurried um, quite a bit of the time, and I'm sure, I know they were getting pressure on him. They would blitz, K-State would blitz, and get pressure on him and he seemed a little you know discombobulated Mm -hmm. just like I'm in a hurry I gotta get I gotta get rid of the ball as fast as I can and and I I totally understand that I (laughs) I would run the opposite direction if they were running at me I'd say oh oh here here's the ball you can have it (laughs) please don't tackle me (laughs) that's gonna hurt (laughs) so I totally get that but he seemed more hurried which Mm -hmm. This is a bit a better team, a better sure. defense than we've right. played up until this time. So he's got to get more comfortable with that and he's got to get more comfortable with getting rid of the ball, but also is there any way I can get it to a receiver mm-hmm. um and extend the play as opposed yes. to just throwing it away. Yes. Yeah. And then he didn't lose the ball. He didn't throw any picks. He didn't fumble. He didn't get tackled from behind and and fumble. So I'm, I'm very proud of him for that. Right. But he just needs a little more calmness in the Mm -hmm. pocket maybe. Um, And I'm sure that's just, that goes along with just uh, a little more practice, you know, just get kind of getting used to it. I would assume. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, and you know, hopefully they'll work on those things. I also, um, just think there are times that it seemed to me that there are times that the offensive game plan wasn't as creative as it maybe could have been. I was you thinking know, about that. Half, yes. You, Gray um, was getting more yards. Lots of runs. Sometimes yeah. if, at first it's just like handoff, like easy handoff too, you know, not, you know, not counter plays, not, you know, no pitches. Did we run any end around? Did we run any? I think we did with Farouk. One. Well, and I mean, one of the end arounds, we didn't get any yards on, really. I mean, he got maybe a yard. You know, that that's a lot of work for a yard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but there were a couple of times, too, I noticed the middle was open and we didn't have receivers there. And I'm assuming, you know, some of that was game plan, too. So, anyway. I, well, I and there were times that I thought, and, and Dylan had... Oh, like 60 yards rushing. So he, mm-hmm. he did keep the ball and run it some. But there were a few times that I thought he, if he had not handed it off and mm-hmm. kept it yeah. and gone to the weak side, he would have made a first down. Right. Um, you know, again, we don't want to get him injured. But but there were times that I thought maybe. But we want to win the game. Yes, we want to <laughs> win the game. And, and maybe game. we could have, you know, had him keep it a few more times, mm-hmm. get a few more yards. Um, but the running game did start to open up yes, in the third did. quarter. It yeah. did. But in the third quarter, you know, we're, we were behind a, a touchdown in the first quarter. Second quarter, we scored the same amount. 
third quarters when we needed to come out and score mm-hmm. a couple of touchdowns and we each got a field goal. Right. I mean, that's a disappointing third quarter with halftime adjustments and you're seeing the running game happen. Mm-hmm. But that's when we started seeing more penalties too. Yeah. And, but can we just talk and I'm, we should never have been in the position at K-State played a fabulous game. Oh, they so did. I'm not going to take anything They did. Away, and they're right, a good team. From K-State. Yeah, very good and team. And I know people can do what ifs all day long. But I am sorry that pass interference, that was not pass interference. It and sure that, did not that, look that like that it. Turn, I mean, they scored on that possession. Otherwise, we would have been. It could have been an interception. It would have yes, been our ball. Yes. Yes. But seven points off the board for them. And who knows what it would have yes. done for us. It, it, if it was any kind of pass interference, it was offensive pass interference. I'm sorry. I'm, I was not okay with that. It had to have been. Our guy was still on the ground. His feet were on the ground. And he's looking where the ball's coming. And he's trying to, he's going to catch that ball. And their offensive wide receiver jumped onto his head almost. Yes, yes. <laughs> to crash and get the yeah. ball. And then yeah. their flag's thrown on us. Yeah. Like you're sadly mistaken, referee. Agreed. Okay. I just have <laughs> we to and we should there. be able to we should be able to throw a challenge flag on that. <laughs> uh, the crowd should, you yes. know. Come on, <laughs> challenge flag for the crowd. <laughs> and like you said, we shouldn't have been in that right. sort of predicament. But that was at least one penalty mm-hmm. we know that that was not called appropriately. And one of those plays that that's the kind of thing that had they either not called the pass interference. Or they'd call pass interference, offensive pass interference. That's it. That right there could have turned the game. Oh, a game changer. Yes. Yeah. Because the crowd yeah. would have gotten fired up and And, and they excited. would have scored. Yeah. Probably. Although Seven there were times the on game. fourth downs they did things that they shouldn't have. So anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Should, should we talk about this anymore? I, I guess I guess we shouldn't. <laughs> but it? yeah, we had plenty of penalties, um, way too many penalties. Um, most of them were false starts. I think you said 11 penalties for yeah, 80. 11 for 87 yards. Seven yards. Yeah, that's too um, that's Way too many. too many. And they were at such key critical times. Uh-huh. I mean, one of those false starts, it was fourth and one. We were getting ready to go for it. Uh-huh. And we had a false start. Right. Well, then fourth and six, you're not going for. You're not going to go for that. Yeah. yeah. There were a couple, couple of different O linemen had false starts, um, and 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 it, if that happened on first down, it seemed like we could never recover those yards. Mm-hmm. When when it happened, it set us back, and yeah. we ended up punting on those yeah. possessions, which is yeah. not a good way to no. make points. That's right. <laughs> so. Our punter is not supposed to be making points. No, he's not. Uh, so. We've got to get ready for TCU. We do. Um, yeah, so I haven't paid just like I hadn't paid a ton of attention to K-State. I mean, I know TCU beat SMU. Um, of course, Mordecai threw some picks. How many picks did Mordecai throw? I, I don't know. At least I, two, I think. I watched part of the game, you know? um, and they looked good. They didn't look great, yeah. um, but you know they they've got something to prove. Yes, they as they do. always do. Yes. Of course, they don't have Gary Patterson, um, no. and I'm kind of okay that they don't have Gary Patterson yeah, on yeah. the sidelines. Hold that thought until we play Texas. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yes, <laughs> next week we are glad that TCU doesn't have Gary Patterson, <laughs> and we'll 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 get back to Gary Patterson. 
Should we talk about poor Texas? We could talk about that. That did at least put a smile on my face. That Texas Tech defeated poor Texas Uh, (laughs) in an overtime. I'm still not sure how Texas got to the overtime. We were getting into our game, and and I just knew that Texas was ahead. I mean, Texas Tech was ahead. They're going to win the game, and then I see it's an overtime. Okay, I don't know how Texas pulled that off. We we were at a restaurant. We stayed to kind of watch that game. I mean, until it went into overtime, Uh and so 25 seconds left. Texas yeah. Texas won, right? Yeah. I mean, they How did off, Texas They score? don't squib kick it. They kick it into the end zone. You know, they don't do what we did against Georgia that year. And then they go into that prevent defense and they just let oh, they, they let they Hudson let just dink it all okay. the way down the field and then their Texas kicker kicks I think it might have been the longest field goal he's ever kicked. Or it was close to his long. And it's not Dicker. It, no, it's Dicker a different. Yeah, he, no he graduated. He okay. graduated. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, their kicker's name is Bert Auburn. Is that? Okay. So, Auburn. And, okay. And, yes. And on the radio, it sounds like they're saying Burnt Auburn. And I'm like, did somebody name their kid that just because they're, they want Burnt them Auburn. to go to Texas and like Burnt Orange? And anyway, so that's a whole nother thing. We can get into that more when we talk more about Texas. But um, so, yeah, so really, Tech should not have even let Texas get down the field in 25 seconds. And they had no timeouts left. Oh, my goodness. Texas had no timeouts left. Oh, my goodness. So it should have been a done deal in regulation. But then we're walking towards the stadium and it's on TV. And I guess Texas got the first possession. And they fumbled it and lost it, and Tech got it. And so then, you know, all Tech has to do is score on their possession. and they Game over. They'll go game over. Okay. Yeah, go Tech. Okay. So, yes, at least. But I thought that. Texas was back. Oh. It, haven't we been – we've been – they've been telling us that for how many years? Just, uh, just a few. Even before Sarkeesian. <laughs> I can't Texas remember is how many back. coaches back. They've They're been, in the back of the line. Yeah, they they have such a always have such a great <laughs> recruiting class and stuff. But yeah, they're back. Yeah, they're back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <sighs> so we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Well, any anything else we need well, to talk okay. about? So you know, um, I started that thing where we talked about. Tell me about your favorite. Uh huh. So this week. Instead of your favorite, I was going to do this last week if we'd done a Nebraska one. Um, but tell me about your first re- remembrance of OU football. Not necessarily when you went, but just like uh-huh. whatever, you know, your first realization of OU football. I was a kid. It would have been like first grade, uh-huh. second grade, m- maybe around six or seven and my mom was an OU football fan okay. and so she would watch it on TV on Saturdays. So the women in so, your family come by it honestly. Yes so if they were playing which uh-huh. they weren't always playing back then you know there weren't it these. It wasn't always on TV. Yeah um, when we TV were contract. that age <clears throat> I won't say when <laughs> um, there you know there might be a game on ABC mm-hmm. and there might be a game on CBS um, right. and I lived in the country and we only got <laughs> ABC and CBS we didn't get any there was no ESPN and all that sort of thing um, but if they were playing on a Saturday we would watch uh-huh. we would watch the football games right. and that would have been um, 
Oh, that would have been the teams, you know, with Tinker Owens, um, Kyle Davis. Salmon um, Brothers. Yes, the Salmon Brothers. We we watched, yeah, I watched, I grew up Mm -hmm. watching them play football. I didn't necessarily know that much about football. Like, um, Mm -hmm. my dad didn't usually watch it with us, so it would be mom and me watching. And so So your dad wasn't We would cheer. Yeah, yeah. We would cheer, but, you know, I didn't necessarily know positions. And, you know, I knew there was offense Uh and defense. And if you score the most points you win the game of course but um not necessarily that and much then, about oh, everything a lot of points oh yes they scored a Hang lot of half points a hundred on the oh baby. yeah that that option foot you know that yes. option football oh, yeah. triple option who's yep. thomas law you know whoever who's yeah. gonna dish it out who's gonna ah, sure. ah, oh he oh he got yeah. it and he got a big yes. run <laughs> yeah. and it was very exciting to watch oh yes okay. yes All so right. that would be my my first experience what about yours so mine and I just vaguely remembered this when I I lived in Oklahoma City, kindergarten and first grade. So I was probably in first grade, so about what you're talking about. My dad took me to an OU Colorado game. Oh, fun. I don't really remember a lot about the game. I just remember going to the game. Um, and then my next game in person was actually when I was a senior in high school and it was also OU Colorado. That's a story for another time though. <laughs> but, um, but I do remember because when I was thinking about this, when we were playing Nebraska last week, so, you know, OU Nebraska used to always be kind of for all the marbles or oranges. Yes. If you yes, that's right. <laughs> the wanna, winner, winner yes. take all and go to the orange yes, bowl. Yes. Oranges on the field, all the good stuff. And lots of times if you won the orange bowl, you good chance you're going to be a national champion too, right? Back in the day. And so we lived in California after we moved away from Oklahoma City. And Every Thanksgiving, it was usually OU oh, Nebraska yes. on TV, uh-huh. right? That's true. And so, the, and that was a game that was almost always on TV. That Big Eight uh-huh. game, and I wasn't quite like you, where I wanted to sit in front of the TV and watch a football game back then. And so the game would be on, and I'm like, oh, another OU Nebraska football game. <laughs> took me a while to get to the point where I really, really appreciated it all, <laughs> like I do now. But yes, so that's that's kind of my early memories yeah, of, of Sooner football. The first, the first home, the, the first OU football game I attended, I was a freshman at oh, OU. So yeah, okay. that's the first time I, I went to any. And we had freshman tickets. Yes. Um, and they really weren't very good seats. Um, but we had a pretty good team and it was fun. I, that, that was kind of, that's when it got in my blood. And we had assigned seats as students. Yes, we did. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Where now But then they just... would crowd everybody in. You know, you yes. still, everybody would crowd in. Correct. And you're like, yes. I should have a little bit bigger room yes. for me, for my body. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, how fun. Yes. So I think I've got, um, I'll have some other questions as we get closer to the Texas game. Okay. About... Well, it's in two weeks. About tell me your favorite and all that kind of so, stuff. So, 11 o'clock tip-off, kickoff, not tip-off, 11 o'clock kickoff with TCU um, on Saturday. Yes. And I think it's on Dana ABC. Carter. And Yes. And then we have another 11 o'clock kickoff in the Dallas Metroplex the next week. Uh, OU Texas at the I Cotton Bowl. At the State Fair. for the Texas game. Uh, yeah. I'd rather get my corn dog before. <laughs> I yeah. Why don't we do a two thirty? But yeah, it's eleven yeah. o'clock for both of them. 
sun in our we've eyes. Got, we've got to do better. We've, we've got to beat these Texas teams. We do. We do. Yes. Yes. Let's win Texas. And take names. Let's win Texas. Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. I guess that's it. I guess that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Okay, Boomer. Sooner. Go OU.